Welcome back to Good to Geek Out, good place to go to geek out. Today we are geeking out about the end, for a lot of people that are very happy about it, of Kevin Smith's Revelations Master of the Universe series. Uh, speaking about the last episode, episode five of part one, The Forge at the Forest of Forever, sitting in Preternia. Um, we're going to talk about that today, if you like comment subscribe hit like whatever you want to do editor san antonio who's next Tis i boba fresh from preternia <laughs> everyone should be as dramatic as everyone is on attorney this is rob from san francisco what up i'm ty and fabulous Powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic tiara and said, I got that shit, yo. <laughs> it's your boy, Jay. AKA Scott will get revenge for Orko. From Los Angeles, California. Here, ready to do this finale. Let's get it on. <laughs> this fool. <laughs> so, episode starts off in Preternia. Uh, Orko's funeral. How'd you feel about that, Jay? I think you're the best one to lead this off. Um, I was right there with him. Uh, you know, I felt that uh, Prince Adam. I felt his pain. I felt that pain kind of like right there with him. I mean, but again, as I said in the last video, I felt that his death was too, it wasn't, it, it wasn't much character development. I'll say it before I'll say it again. I really would have liked to see the development between him and evil Lynn. Um, I think from a writer's standpoint, um, I felt there was a much story that would, that was needed to be a, uh, backstory that we should have dove right into yeah i think also also recognizing that um moss man is now that forest and he gave up his life so he's in this uh you know hero or what valhalla of sorts for eternia um but and I, we're, i'm not gonna like kind of make this chronological but th the way he talks about becoming part of that forest later that he was just you know i uh almost a sapling like he's not even that old compared to the age of the universe and you know when you die you become a part of that and you give back to life it was like this nice um if, if the last two episodes gave us like a weird um mentality towards religion i feel like this one gave us a little bit of a well-rounded one so like now we see both sides like, and I think that this yeah. was it was good and cyclical and uh Mossman talking about Mossman talking about the cycle of things going from being powerful and eventually dying and returning to the earth and you know like in all of that what life is is interesting coming from him as a forest as opposed to it reminded me of Simba and Mustafa talking but they're talking as lions looking out over this is everything you own you get to kill anything you want here and Mossman is like no like people are protected here. Like I get to protect everyone and like, and do this energy. So it was this 
I just watched the episodes. Like I didn't know he was coming back. So I thought it was a great example of rejuvenation, especially since he's the first person that we see die. So to like see him resurrected in this sense in this episode was, you know, you know, like a good writing. Also, we get uh, the mention of Hero, who is someone you don't really know in the cartoons. Uh, a little bit from the old comic books and I think from 2001, not from 85, for sure. Ty, you know anything about Hero? Oh, I, I do because I'm that nerd, but it doesn't really tie in. And that's something that they could have really expanded on when we talk about things that they could have really expanded on. Him, um, Caveman Sorceress, uh, whoever she was, you know what I mean? Uh, like all of those characters deserve maybe a little bit more shine, you know, as it would be in getting more episodes, you know. The, but back with that Oracle thing, the, the, like the whole, they're all trying to tell, I think it's hammered home about the circle of life and things being cyclical. And even as much like, I hate to skip to the end, but like the end where through all that and the development you saw in Evil in, she goes back to what she knows. You, you, you know what I mean? Like that, that whole circle, you know what I mean? We can try and run and be that thing and searching out there for like different pieces to edify ourselves, but we're going to yeah. come back to being that yeah. person, you know, and religion yeah. teacher talks about that, you know, and I agree with you. That, and I, you know? I, I thought that was really interesting. Ed, you can edit this up. Uh, Ty, I completely agree with you. And I thought it was actually interesting that Evelyn went back to her character um, of following Skeletor. A, we know that she follows power. Like that's like, we've established that already. She follows the most powerful and this fool just turned into the master of the universe. But so, did you see the hesitance though? Yes. Did and I think see, that, that was the good character hesitant. development. Like that's where I say she's yeah. compromised. Like her evil yeah. is now compromised where she can yeah. obviously have a seed for good later on. And I thought it was, again, going back to the, the toy chase of the, you know, the wild hunt. Oh, I don't know if we're actually right. The wild hunt yet. Um, but Evil Lynn and the Wild Hunt and um, every like it reminded me like we're here to sell toys and Evil Lynn going back to being evil reminded me of a more episodic at the end of everything everything hits reset and we just start over again and because that's how it's supposed to happen even 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 with even with um, you know um, Adam and Tila you know like he's basically like oh you still mad. You know, he kind of hit her like that, girl, you still mad, girl? You know what I mean? Like, she's like, oh, hell yeah. Like, of course I'm mad. Like, I lost, like, one of my best friends in life and didn't even know this motherfucker. Like, uh, I will also like to point out the fact that where they went uh, for the portal to teleport, uh, since I've been reading the old mini comics, that was uh, Point Dread, where if you ever had the toy that could be added on to Castle Grayskull and had the little Zoar Falcon uh, Talon figure. The Talon fighter is what it was called. And it would sit on top of it. And in the mini comics, it was something that could just teleport between different realities. And at some point, uh, Skeletor realized that. So he abducted it so he could show up in Castle Grayskull and, you know, cause chaos or whatever, get the mysteries. And at the end, the sorceress is just like, oh, this is uh, way too dangerous to just be appearing in different places. So then she puts it on top of Castle Grayskull, and that's what it becomes. But it's always been a point 
uh, to travel between dimensions, which is props to Kevin Smith for going deep in the depths because that's not from the 85 cartoon. That's many comics. Now, what I liked about the episode going on to the point after, uh, you know, Tila and He-Man with the disc and like they're looking for Lord Grey Skull on the um, on the on the Great Hunt. Uh, I thought that was a dope little callback to the actual myth of the Great Hunt of like when you're in at night and you just like hear rumbling in the skies that you just can't explain. It's you know Odin chasing whoever it may be, a great stag with his uh, you know, and then you know the Irish have their own uh, interpretation uh-huh. and it's kind of all throughout. And so it's dope for them to have like this mythology kind of infused into this story of just like, well, what do you do on Valhalla? You know, like, oh, and of course they're chasing Panthro, which was, you know, another, I love that. Dope, dope, dope nod. Um, and then not only are like they doing the fighting and the bouncing back and forth and, you know, like kind of comical and the black chested He-Man I remember was the Wonderbread He-Man. Like that was the, uh, like you had to like order away for him. Yeah. Um, that's why he has a W on his uh, chest. Like I like, I remember because that Edmonds Bakery that used to be on the other side of Culver. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. they had they had that like they had that running. And my dad was like, "I'm not gonna get you that show. What the fuck are you talking talk about? You gonna get this two day old bread and walk out of here? Shut up." Um, so again, like on the point of them, like you know, selling toys of like they're riding the speeders and and all that stuff. But then Gray Skull comes up out the bushes on top of the Cybertronic Triceratops which I had and that was one of those toys that I have did not go to the toy store and buy it do not know how that ended up in my toy chest it was fucking awesome and dope but obviously the fact that they made Lord Grayskull a black dreaded fool just fucking chilled out with a very very silky voice very silky voice all right back to the forging the well-drawn and animated scene of the forging of the power sword by Roboto. Um, Great scene. Um, and another sto- and another um, uh, instance of sacrifice. Exactly. Like That's Orca. No. Um, you know, um, I, I 100% agree. I loved how they played um, when you actually got Hero face to face. Like he was just ult- ultimate cheese, but he was like still down for the cause. Like he's like, oh, Andre, like you got a good idea. Like, you know, like again, like there's this level of inclusion and empowerment, however you want to see it, but like, Yes. It wasn't, you know, like it yes. wasn't an eclipsing shadow of machismo to solve this problem. And then yes. stepping up and um, the entire quark, you know, of course, that's, you know, give you your little Iron Man nod, whatever, to his boy Favreau. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, the actual, like him grabbing the two swords and they look up. And again, like, you know, we can talk about uh, the queer coding, but when he looks up to the well of fire and the thing, and it's just beautiful rainbow with just fucking glitters and sparkles. I was like, y'all, y'all are not trying to be subtle sometimes. Sometimes you're really on the nose with this. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought all in all that the forging was was actually super well done. I, 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 I like the, the um, how some of the, how so many of the problems or whatever they were in this series were solved by the lesser thans or you know other people you know you know it was Orko's sacrifice that got them that step further it was the thing that wasn't even considered human Roboto that forged the sword back together it was the black lesbian chick who thought of using the place they didn't it wasn't men in arms to come save the day with his brilliant thinking all the time. It was the black lesbian girl 
who thought of the idea to use the temple as the forge. Exactly. You know, it was, it was, <laughs> it, it, it's, you guys, it's very beneficial. And I know, cause we're all like a set of outsiders here to like see, you know, people who look like you or have some similar feelings as you as like being part of the ones mm-hmm. who get to save the day as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I think what I really liked about that Roboto scene and I think he did it once before is that he calls Tila's sister, which really yes. gives him that. And almost makes me feel like um, Data from Next Generation. You know, like he has that little semblance of realizing he's not a robot, but still thinks he he knows he's a fucking robot. Or, or That was to me what made his death the best sacrifice yes. in a long time. Well, first of all, like them doing that quick anime where like he like gets the sword together and it's floating and then he's like, oh. Yeah, 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 that was just well illustrated. But yes, when they come in and like he's, you know, and again, as someone who's like going through grief, like you know, today's the two-year anniversary of my homeboy ODing. Like you know, like there's just like you know, like it just sequence in the sense of someone dying, and he's like, yeah, I'm dying, but like I'm feeling something I've never felt before, and that's like a miracle. I'm a miracle, and that yeah. shit like just got to me. Like that was just. Like, and for me, we, for, we all are just for me, it like we're all just it also tugs at the heartstrings. It was beautiful. it also tugs at the heartstrings of like family, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it's not always a genetic thing of um, you know who you were born to, you know, and sometimes you, you your family is chosen yep. a chosen family, and nonetheless, and sometimes that's an even you know stronger or or tighter bond, you know, like. That um, yeah, like and, and acknowledging it, you know what I mean? Like that, like yeah, even though we weren't birthed from the same womb or whatever, that's my brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't think I remember in the old series when I was ever like Prince Adam is a great character. I'm always waiting for He Man to pop up. Uh, this was probably the first episode of anything I've ever seen where Prince Adam is forefront and center. You don't even see He Man until the end, and even then, well, no, you don't even see him, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. But, but you get to see the beauty of Prince Adam. Like yeah. he sacrifices paradise for Tila and Eternia. He doesn't even know what's wrong in Eternia yet. He just knows that the sacrifice that he thought ultimate sacrifice that he gave up uh, life to make sure there was peace in Eternia. He thinks there might not even be that yet because Tila won't share that with him yet because, you know, of course, he hasn't shared things with her and she's a little salty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he still sacrifices that to go back. I wrote this down specifically for you, Jay. Um, he says, I died, right? Prince Adam says, I died. And Tila's response is the rest of us had to live with that lie. Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Damn. He had to go through death, which is ultimate to him. And then he didn't realize like what everyone else around him had to go through, especially specifically her having to deal with a lie and not yes. even to deal with yes. lie with her friend. Like that is that is crazy betrayal, bro. Yes. What I actually and thought about that was there's no. that is a very popular thing to say to people in regards to like their attitudes about uh, suicide. Like it's an anti-suicide thing. It's like, don't kill yourself. Like you're taking yourself out of the problem, but your friends have to live with yep. what you're leaving with. And I'm not saying that's a great anti-suicide thing that I would say someone does not. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's that line of psychology yeah, yeah. when they said that i was like i don't know i feel like she's selfish i feel like she's selfish on it. i think she's being being a little bit too petty on it then like i said this reminded me of the whole invincible thing this reminded me of the whole invincible thing with amber we're just like okay well fine you know oh you didn't tell me listen there's a such thing called a secret identity now it's going to sound a little bit hypocritical for prince adam because he did tell he, you know, Orko knew, Man at Arms knew. I'm the only one who didn't know. So fine, I'll give him the fact that he's wrong because he didn't. She was the only one who didn't know. But if everyone else didn't know, you know, there's a such thing as a secret identity. Like sometimes you can't tell people that type of stuff to protect them. All right, you know, and he didn't tell nobody. Or, let, let, let me ask you something, Jay. Uh, uh-huh. When Man at Arms says, "I will not." let anything um attack her or or hurt her or something and he's talking mm-hmm. about the sorceress you think they fucking oh hell yeah yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. Is... they give off that vibe yeah. I, mean, I mean he said that he said he's like so hey you listen think you, so you think you think tila is their legitimate child because no then, i know that because I in, the, the in the old in the but, mini no, comic no, okay no, in okay, the mini comic no 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 we're not even talking about the whole series Mini comic, she was cloned by Skeletor to try to get into the Gray Skull. She's a clone. Like yeah. I already know. I read the comic book. She's a clone. Oh, I didn't so, know that. so that's what she. That's what he wanted to tell her. We're gonna see that in the second season. But that's why he did. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, but but do I think they was doing something? Yeah. Yeah. I seen some looks from Man at Man at Arms and Sorcerers. All right. I think something. It's, it's something going on here. Like, no, hey, man. man. If I can get with a girl who's, okay, A, she, she's freaky deaky, likes to get dressed up, owns her own place, <laughs> and you can be fucking while you're flying. And he is a master <laughs> of gadgets. Do, 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 do. Come on now. Like, look, look at the same time. Look, well, listen, Rob, you can, can't you can have the sorceress. A good you can have the sorceress. I just want some evil land, okay? I want that. Why don't I'm both of you guys? Why don't both you guys watch brand new cherry flavor on Netflix? You tell me what you think about magic and witches. Um, on that note of magic what? returning, also Cringer old jump on He Man doing the lick. That's straight from the fucking old series. There have been a lot of baller entrances in this uh, series. But can we talk about Man at Arms just jumping the fuck off of the roof? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, how did he not make it? They needed a Batman swing at the last second. Like, fuck the stairs, man. That I don't think that's That whole Batman mystique about him. That's why Evil Lynn was like, man, that's the most dangerous man right there, man. See, see, see Evil Lynn, see, she got to make up her mind of whether she wants Man at Arms or she wants some of that trolling charm. Yeah. That surprised he's me. He's a dad. You know, he's I a dad. I think King Randor is like, man at arms, you're a failure because Prince Adam's still a bitch. <laughs> Do you think he's like, he's like, why are you so bad at your job? Your one job of making my son a warrior. And he's like, oh, well, I think, oh, oh, if I can only tell you that. You know what I mean? And that's why, but, and, and, and that's why the, but, and ah, I feel for King Randor too, because that's why he flipped the script and was like, fire everybody and whatever too, because like all, all along, you know, I'm talking shit on my son and giving him shit. And he's been the motherfucker saving the planet. And I didn't know. And he's dead. There's. When you can't like fix that or whatever. 
with someone who's passed, like that's a very hurtful human thing. That's why it's very important for people to get some kind of closure or whatever, um, a funeral ceremony or whatever it may be. Not even as, like, it's funny to me how like so many people like, you know, make these um, declarations. I have to be buried and I have to be, but it's, it's any of those things are less for you than for the people you've left behind and you know, in, in order for them to make their peace. Okay, so Adam couldn't. The way Adam went out, people couldn't make their peace. Ty, exactly. I was gonna say. I think it's funny you say that because a lot of people that have issues with this say that He Man wasn't enough in it. And when you did see He Man, he was basically being killed in the first and the last episode, and he never got really to be a master of the universe in the series. And that's where a lot of people have issue. So, like, that's mm, I don't I don't know really to where to go with that. I, I do I think, think I do good. think that this series has been a lot of answering questions that we've had as children have we said multiple times. So I've always wanted to see what would happen if Skeletor raised the sword of power and boom and we got that fucking here's the other thing though too. All I wanted. That's like all people, I wanted people, people, people just want to be mad and in their fields because they're too used to like the, the white dude, you know, being in charge and all over the screen. If you are really honest about it, and I'm thinking about it now, is that there were way there were quite a few gratuitous He-Man flashbacks. Um, I don't know that that move where somebody like grabs one by the arm that was supposed to be I don't know if that's sexual or whatever, but like they were trying to hammer home some kind of message with that though too. When everyone you know, because Tila did it with Andra, he did it with Tila, you know, the grab. But just to say that like there was quite a few. Did you, try to gay, did you try to gay up the fastball special? I'm not sure. They, listen, they did. Like, it was like a little, like, look at every time they do it. Like, it's like. It's two people working. Overly cheese between the people. It's like a little. Can hey, I don't really not work in unison anymore? I could even see that. Hey, look, if I had my way, if I had my way in this ending, all right, you probably going to think it's weird, but I'm like, if I had my way in this ending, it wouldn't have been He-Man, man. It would have been great school coming in there like, hey, man. I'm back. I got another shot at this. Grayskull. <laughs> yeah. Because a black man has a I think Grayskull was looking for paternity. Uh, from, I think Grayskull was looking for paternity. Like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, he, was, he, he seemed very content on staying he's doing, he's, yeah, he's doing I know he did. Look. He's doing the Jesus look. I, know he I think did. he looked around and was like, where did all the black people go? And he was like, yeah, but I wrote that in. <laughs> not quite much. I know, come back yet. Listen, I know he was content in, in staying, but I would have wrote that in there. I, I, hey, I would have had him come up in there just because just I just want to see the black man just get the sword of power. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so uh, we got to end. And Evil Lynn betrays. How'd you guys feel about that? It wasn't betrayal. Um, well, that's what it was being comfortable. You know what I mean? It was uh, it was going home. Like I said, it was hesitant. It, it was it, it was, was going it, home. It was hesitant in her. I, I said it earlier. It's like, oh, when Skeletor came out, it was like, wait a minute, you're back. And he explained it. And he was yeah. like, and then he was like, take my you come at my side. And then they he she looked at them. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, hey, you gonna go with them? Like, hey. hey, well, I'm sorry. Well, you know, it, it was like it's like she didn't want to do it, but she she felt like I'm like, well, yeah, I I, I can't do nothing now because this guy got the power now. So and listen, wait to know, but not but even but otherwise too though. Like, um, 
like part one, like I said, of going for what you know, like, you know, sticking with what the, the, the thing, you know, and maybe with hanging out with them, you know, because like a couple of times she had to call them on shit like, oh, not another secret. Oh, we don't have time for this. That maybe she was like, yeah, you guys are good and you're doing a noble thing or whatever, but I ain't got time for the way you guys like handle things. You know, well, you feel me? Like it's like yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, I see your way. I see your way, but like, like mm, isn't you guys like a little too pussy for me, and like you know. Well, you that know? that Skeletor's you know? deception is there's, there's, one one there's an honesty in Skeletor's deception as opposed to the good people yes. fronting yes. the line. Yes. Um, and I also the honesty in the in Skeletor's deception. I just kind of didn't think, don't you think that's kind of like hypocritical? You know he's, but you, if, yeah, he's the classic. You know he's going to stab you in the back, and he yes. has henchmen that you know he knows are going to try to betray him. And so yeah. there's there's this honesty in the regularity and the logic that they're using in in their world. Um, I mean, because like you know, because Prince Adam presents as like goody goody, but keeping this hell of a secret from the closest people in his life. Okay. And also, and Evelyn also says, I just started liking you kids too. Showing that, you know, if Skeletor yeah. hadn't come back, yeah. she probably would have stayed yeah. again because yeah. she stays where the power is. Yeah. And like, it, like, it, it also predetermines what season two is going to be. And she's probably going to betray them and Orko's going to come back. But we're not here to talk about that. What? We are here to close out. I am Skeleton. Hamill really went in on that voice for that final uh, call down of the I, Dude, he was five oh, seconds away from saying, Harley, you did such a great job. Really? He's like two seconds away from it, dude. Oh, man. I don't mention, don't mention Harley. I just saw the Suicide Squad. Oh, like, I got to hear how, how high pitch uh, this, uh, this version of Skeletor is going to get. Hey, but he, hey, he worked it, though. It was good. No, it was good. He did it. He knocked it up the park. He did what everyone is supposed to be doing on this episode, on this series, which is take it for the silly shit that it is and just fucking go in at 110%, chew yeah. every bit of scenery on stage. Step it up, sassy it up. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us. It was great reviewing this He Man. Well, was it He Man? We don't know. No, it was and Masters cool. of the Universe. Yeah, editor San Antonio, closing out, like, comment, subscribe, or whatever you want to do with yourself. Boba Fresh San Francisco, thank you for sticking with us. If you can look over my shoulder, you can see how the light has changed in this throughout our entire recording. Uh, seriously, Boba Fresh San Francisco, thanks for tuning in. We hope to see you at season two. And if not, I hope you're safe. Good night, folks. Hope we made you laugh a little, think a little. You know, uh, distract you from all that crap that's in the world a little. Blessings to you. This is Jay telling you that Oracle will be back. I'm not crying. Oracle will be back in season two, okay? All right? He's the real star of the show. I hate you, Kevin Smith. I hate you. The thing is, they're gonna well, they're gonna bring him back and give him like a different color robe for another toy to sell. It's I want my toy. Bring him back. They'll be like orange Oracle and blue Oracle, and I see it coming. You know. <laughs>